Hey there, I'm Ashley Burkhart, owner of Ashley V Training, former D1 athlete and professional athlete in the game of softball. I even spent a little bit of time coaching at the college level as well, but now I coach athletes and especially youth athletes, and I try to teach them the ways to become the very best versions of themselves. And I know that they can't do that without a support system that will do anything and everything to make sure their dreams and their goals happen for them. A lot of times I hear parents and coaches saying, hey, I'm just going to dish my athlete off to you. Hopefully you can figure out what her issue is. Here's the deal. That's not how we should coach. That's not how we should parent. And I can tell you right now, I'm not a parent, but your athlete is the most influenced by you. And I truly believe that you are one of the reasons why she plays the game. And I truly believe you are one of the reasons why she plays so hard. So if we can learn from some of the greats, I'm going to have some of the best softball players, some of the best softball players, parents, even my parents and my family are going to be on this podcast, sharing our journeys with you so that when the cleats do come off, you know what to say so that she can learn from her mistakes sooner so that she can become the best version of her. And that's what we want. We want our athletes to be able to thrive, and that's why we're here. So welcome to this podcast. This is going to get real. This is going to get deep, and I'm here to challenge your thinking. That's why I coach. I'm really excited for you to be here, and I can't wait to hear who else is going to be along this journey with us, learning from some of the best. I'm going to be learning too. So whip out your notebook, and let's head to the next episode. Welcome to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Burkhart, and I'm so, so excited to get into this conversation. So one of the questions that so many people ask me, and honestly, I'm at the point right now where I love answering this question because I love sharing my journey. And the question is that people ask me all the time is, how did I get to where I got to? How did I become a D1 athlete? How did I become a professional athlete? So today I'm going to share with you four things that helped me get there. And hopefully some of these things can really resonate maybe with you and your family so that you can maybe make some shifts, make some pivots on your journey so that hopefully your athlete can attain her dreams, whatever they are. So the first one that I'm going to share is I had a clear goal. So my freshman year of high school, I was playing basketball and softball. I loved both sports probably equally, to be completely honest. Loved playing both. And I loved my teammates. I played AAU basketball. I played travel softball at the time. Loved my team. Loved those two sports. Then one of my teammates for softball, she committed to play at a high level D1. And that was in softball. And I was like, you know what? This girl... She's, she's good, like straight up, very, very good athlete, but I didn't think I was that far off from her. And so when I made that realization, I was like, you know what? It'd be pretty dang cool to play D1 softball. And it seems like a goal that is pretty attainable for me, especially since I'm not too far away from the talent of one of my teammates. So I became very, very clear on that goal. And once I did, I told my dad, I was like, dad, I want to play D1 softball. And he's like, all right, let's make it happen. So having that clear, clear goal, that clear, clear vision 
was probably the first and most important thing that helped me attain that dream, that goal, was to have a very clear goal. I want to play at a high-level D1, and I truly believed that I could do that. So that made every decision from that moment on going towards how can I make that goal happen. The second thing that helped me become a D1 athlete is the support. So I know I mentioned I, I told my dad when I wanted to become a D1 softball player, he did anything and everything to make that goal happen for me. Now, what I mean by that is he had friends who had access to gyms. He knew of some great, great hitting coaches, some great defensive coaches, and he made sure that I was showing up and going and practicing with the best. And, you know, it, did, it took me until I was probably 23 years old to truly understand the sacrifices that my parents made for me financially, time, like when you play travel softball every weekend in the summer, and then you start going to college camps, and then you start doing all the XYZs that go into that process. My parents did everything imaginable to help make that goal happen for me. Now, I will tell you, I was the firstborn. So my parents can say, to, they say this to you if you ask them, hey, did you do everything perfect? Heck no, they didn't. We made so many mistakes along the journey, and we took some turns that we probably shouldn't have made, especially, you know, being the guinea pig, <laughs> being the guinea pig in the family. We didn't do everything perfect, but what we did do is we made a lot of pivots, and when things were going well, we stayed along that path. When we found somebody that was an amazing hitting coach for me, we kept going to her. We found the things that worked. We tried things that didn't work. And that took the ultimate support from my parents to be able to make that happen for me. And you know what else they did? They didn't just support me financially. They didn't just, you know, take me to all these tournaments. They held me accountable. There were days after dinner where I was like, the last thing I want to do is go hit. But my dad straight up would say to me, Ash, you don't want to hit? What's your big time goal? And I'd be like, to play D1 softball. And he would go, all right, then we need to go hit in the backyard. And at the time, I didn't want to do it. But as I got through that workout with my dad, I was like, dad, thanks. I needed, I needed to get out here and I needed to work on that inside pitch because I've been struggling with it. So not only did my parents support me along my dream, they held me accountable to it. And that's what helped me keep moving when, you know, all I wanted to do was just stay where I was at. I got comfortable. They got me out of my comfort zone. They had me do things that I wouldn't normally want to do, but they kept reminding me what my big time goal was and they made it easy. All right. So the third thing that helped me become great was... I never took no for an answer. So this story is probably going to sound crazy, bizarre, but you may actually have a similar story yourself. I never took no for an answer. I had a high school coach, kid you not. When I told him that I wanted to play D1 softball one day, he goes, I, I don't think that's going to happen for you. I don't think that's going to happen. You may play, you know, D3, NAIA, but I don't think you can play D1. I was devastated when I heard that. I heard it from somebody that I respected, 
And, you know, I did sulk for a little bit after hearing that. I did have doubts after hearing that. Like, am I worthy of this? Can I make this happen? But very quickly, my parents were like, yes, you can. His opinion does not matter. And quickly, I was able to turn my thoughts into, all right, I'm going to prove this guy wrong. I'm going to prove the world wrong. If people don't think that I can do this, I'm going to pull out this other trigger and I'm going to make it happen. So that was not the only time where someone doubted me, but it did teach me resiliency. It did teach me how can I make sure I never take no for an answer? And it easily turned in this flame, this fire inside me to almost come out of my shell and be this human being that I knew I was capable of being. So it took a few no's for that to happen for me. And, you know, I actually just read a book recently. It was, uh, it's written by Marie Forleo. She's one of the thought leaders that I, that I love reading. I love listening to her podcast. She's one of the most amazing people. Um, I've never met her, but I do love her books, but she just wrote a book called everything is figure outable. So that book helped remind me of this story that I'm telling you right now. Someone doubted me. Someone told me that I couldn't do it. And ideally everybody has doubts. Everybody believes they can't do some things sometimes, but her book called everything is figure outable was how can you shift a no into becoming a yes and trying to create the steps to make that happen. That book changed my life. I love that book. I actually just read it this year. It helped remind me of that story of, you know, a lot of people are going to tell you no. A lot of people are not going to believe in your dream. They're going to say it's too big. But as long as you're surrounding yourself with people that know that you're attainable of greatness, that's all that matters. All right, so the fourth and final thing that helped me become great was... And I kind of, I kind of tapped into this on the third one, but I felt like it was worthy of having its own bullet point, but I surrounded myself with people that are better than me. Now, with that being said, did I always know that I was good? You know, I will, I will tap into this story. Growing up, I lived on a, on a, not on a cul-de-sac, but I used to play with a bunch of boys in my neighborhood in a cul-de-sac down the street from my house. No girls played with us. It was just me, a bunch of boys. And they were very athletic, like so athletic. We'd play dodgeball. They'd all pick on me and try to get me out. We played basketball. They would try to push me over. I'd get scars all over my body trying to play against these boys. And yes, like a lot of them were better than me. But I believe that playing against them made me tough. And playing against guys who... I can't say guys, they were boys, like we were small, but playing against boys that didn't want to see me succeed kind of added that fuel to my fire when I was younger. So, I mean, it started at a young age. I was playing against people that were better than me at the age of five. And I think that trait carried on with me throughout my career. I played for a travel softball team and this team was together for six years. Like that's unheard of. We barely had any turnover. A lot of us stayed and played on this team for so long together. We had so much fun. We were from Fort Wayne, Indiana. We didn't play in great tournaments to start, but we worked our way up the rankings. We eventually got invited to invites in in Colorado showcases, um, and we played against the best. And we got very, very good, and we just kept leveling up and leveling up and leveling up. But we came to a point in, in within our team 
where some of us on the team had the goal to play D1 softball or just college softball in general. And some didn't. Some played other sports and wanted to pursue those. Some, you know, had other aspirations that weren't even sports. So that team, we ended up breaking up, but it was because some of us had different dreams than others. And if I were to have continued playing for that team, I wouldn't have been able to play at Purdue University. I truly believe that. I I don't think I would have because we wouldn't have been playing against talent and the best talent in California. We wouldn't have been playing in the best showcases. Yeah, we got some invites into showcases, but you got to you got to play in all of them. And you you do if you want to play the D1 level. And I'm not saying you need to do this at 10 years old. But you do eventually have to play against the best if you want to be the best. So when that team broke up, I, I joined a travel ball team. Um, they're called Indiana Magic Gold. And they were out of Rochester at the time. But now there's a few teams in Indiana. But they were the best team in Indiana. And that was a necessary move for me and my family to make so that I could play against the best. And that includes the best pitching. And I'm telling you, in California, there's a lot of that. We played in California a lot. We played in Florida a lot. We traveled a lot. But at that point, I knew that the best talent was out there, and I wanted to be amongst the best. So it was required of me to go play against those teams. So that team competed against the best. I played against the best. And I truly believe that's the reason why I got a starting spot when I got to Purdue University. So I was seen against some of the best coaches out there. And I went on a ton of recruiting visits once I joined that team, simply because I was being exposed to great talent and I was being exposed to great coaching. And, you know, those college coaches were able to see me at that level too. So that was the fourth thing, surrounded myself with people that were better than me. So just a quick recap. These are four things that helped me become great. One, I had a clear, clear goal and a clear, clear vision. Two, I had so much support and accountability from my parents. Three, I never took no for an answer. If anything, it just fueled my fire. And then four, I surrounded myself with people that were better than me because that helped me bring out my best when my best was needed. So... That's today's episode, four things that helped me become great, that helped me get to that D1 level and beyond. And I truly believe those are, those are four things that I still have to this day. I've been removed from the game for five years now, I think (laughs) around there. And those are four things that are still priorities for me to become great at whatever it is that I want to do. So don't think that this is just great to become a better softball player. This is for anything. So this was fun. This was fun sharing, you know, four things that helped me become great. If you have other things that you can think of that helps you become great, I'd love to hear those from you. Put those into the Ashley Burkhart Training Facebook page, that community, ABT community. I'd love to see things that help you become great. And honestly, if this episode really resonated with you, I would love for you to share this with your tribe because here's the deal. This is what makes athletes great. They make the people around themselves better. So don't be selfish with this episode. Don't just hone in on this one and listen to it whenever you need it. Do that, but also help those around you and share this with them. Thanks for tuning in this week. 
So there you have it. Another episode of When the Cleats Come Off is completed. And if you loved it, I would love if you shared this with your softball community. The only way this game grows is if we have people like you that are eager to learn more and are eager to also share that new knowledge with other people. So if this episode really brought somebody that you know into fruition in your brain and you know that they can learn from this conversation, I would love it if you shared it with them because the more people that can learn from this type of conversation, I think the better the game of softball gets. And who knows, maybe this will be shared with other people in other sports because I truly believe some of these conversations, they don't just hit the game of softball, they hit all sports. And if there are people that come to your brain, I would love more than anything if you shared it. If you do share it, make sure you tag me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social platform you hang out on. I would love to see that you're sharing this and I would love to see some of your favorite parts. If you do share it, make sure to tag me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Guys, I'm even on TikTok, Ashley B Training, and at Smashly underscore four is where you can find me. And make sure you tell me which part was your favorite. I want to know what resonated with you so that I can create more content like that for you to share with your softball community. I can't wait to share another episode with you. Same time, same place next week. See you later.